Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. Five goals in 20 minutes. It's just, you can't do that. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. David Myler is with us. David, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Um, we're, our opinion is divided about like, you know, you want to play the best teams. Also, you want to qualify. Uh, what was your instinct when you saw the draw first? That's extremely tough. Um, obviously, you've got the French and the, French and the Dutch who are two poor hosts in, in European football. Um, and then, of course, Greece. Greece are a good team and then of course uh, Gibraltar who we always seem to play either Gibraltar or Georgia we always have one of them um, but the first thought was that's an extremely tough group um, Greece are a very good team so it's going to be tough but look you go into it you've got to go into it with optimism um, there's been a lot of progression I believe in the team okay results haven't been as, as good as people have, will have wanted there has been progression there's a lot of young boys um, and this is a, an incredible test for Stephen and the players when we talk to players over the next few weeks, they're going to say, oh, we relish the opportunity. You know, these are the games you want to play in. doesn't matter who you play. It's always going to be tough. Uh, if you were still part of the squad and you were sitting at home watching that draw yesterday, what would you have been thinking? What an incredible opportunity to go to France, to play against France, to go to the really? Netherlands, to play against them. Yeah, You're not course. going, oh, jeez, I really want to play in the Euros. And now <laughs> it's, it's going to be far uh, tougher. Yeah, of course. That's... That ultimately is the goal to play, you know, to represent your country in a, in a major tournament. That's the goal. But like, if you look at history, we've only qualified for six competitions. You know, it's it's quite easy to rattle them off. But even like, as you go back to, you know, the qualifier for the Euros in 2016, we took four points off the world champions. You know, it was only seven years ago the other day that, you know, we beat Germany when Shane scored. Like there are moments we can produce performances. We've done it. Um, albeit, yes, it's going to be extremely tough, but... I would look at it like, why not go in with optimism? You know, the pressure in those in those kind of four games against the French and the Netherlands, like we're expected to lose all four games. So you've nothing you've nothing to lose. Like you go out and you perform, you do really well. Then who knows? Like like you look at it. I remember the everyone was in crisis when we played Scotland away um, when we lost one nil, and then all of a sudden we go and we get a result against Germany, and it kind of flips it flips everything on its whole head. So why not? Okay, it's going to be tough, but... They but did finish third they in that group. Hmm? You did finish yeah. third in that group, despite beating Germany, uh, which is part of the problem here, that... you got to finish the top two, too. you got to finish inside the top two. In a way, you, you mentioned Greece a couple of times there, and uh, looking yesterday, I was a bit shocked to see George Baldock of Sheffield United been a key part of this uh, Greek squad, it turns out. Uh, him on one side, Kostas Chimikas on the other side. Uh, they've obviously got yeah. a, a good bit of quality. Like... That's the bit for Ireland. They have to win those two games against Greece because the problem would be that, yes, it's all well and good getting a big result against France and the Netherlands. You're not going to win mm. your four games against them. That counts for very little if you don't win the four games against Gibraltar and Greece. Yeah. Well, you're looking at thinking, right, we should beat Gibraltar home and away. Fine. It's then, it's us against, it's us against Greece, isn't it, really? Um, that's the big one that can we go and beat them? A nation, yes, that I I've seen them obviously with them doing really well in their nations league group. That's kind of the game where we're going to be judged on. Is the is the Greece game home and away? Can we get results against them? Can we get a four points? Can we beat them at home and you know, get a draw away? Um, 
and then you've got kind of free shots at other nations. I think that would be like regardless. I I know how the the playoff situation works with the teams. You know, obviously qualifying and all that, but. It, French and the Netherlands are ahead of us. It's then we have to, you know, secure third to kind of say, well, we are making progression, but we're playing against two powerhouse, you know, nations. Uh, like, uh, just to go take the Kenny era, right? It, it's the games against the, the better teams than us mm. that we've played some of our best stuff. Even the, the two Scotland games, take them in the round. Scotland are the team who won the group. Um, like... That the, we got way more off them than Ukraine did. Okay, so the Ukraine B team, we actually struggled with more than anybody else. Um, and sorry, Armenia, right? So, like, is that not something that gives you a little bit of hope as well? That the team is actually set up to play against very good teams, that it has an expectation that it won't have 60% possession, that it can survive off 30, 35% possession. We did well against Portugal in the two games. You would say the performances against Portugal were the best in that campaign. Like, that's the one standout part of that has been consistent. We've been consistently good against the good teams and pretty bad against the bad teams. Yeah, that, that that's been one of our problems. Uh, when we've dominated teams and we've we've had a lot of possession, we've struggled to break them down. Um, and there's no doubt that you know even now since since the last international campaign, Stephen will have sat down. He'll have you know rewatched games, gone back over training, sat down with his coaches, gone through everything. They'll be looking for solutions and answers to why you know if we are dominating, why aren't we creating enough chances? So there's no doubt that they'll be working extremely hard on, you know, resolving that issue. But like you said there, there has been some very, very good performances. Like even that one when you you bring up Portugal, when we played them way when John Egan scored, like it was two incredible headers from Ronaldo that inevitably changed the game, which we were hard done by to get beaten by in a, like a very, very good Portugal team. Um, they have some extremely talented players, but it took it took one of the best players of all time to produce two moments to, to beat us. So they're... There's a lot to draw on going into those games, and I do believe you know we have to go in somewhat optimistic. Um, you know, you can't you can't just live your life going around saying like, oh well, the results haven't been great against the lesser nations. You know, we're playing France and the Netherlands, and Greece are a good team. That this is going to be awful. You know, we're going to finish fourth, get rid of the manager, all the players are useless. That's the way a lot of people are. With I, I just like to look at it like we get a free shot at two of those big nations, and then Greece. I believe we can beat them. Um, and I think the foundation has been put in place over the last 18 months where we are moving in the right direction. Um, there's a lot of young players. Um, even even, even if the smallest thing, if you think about it, when we go into March to play these games, like the French are off the back of the World Cup. You don't know, right, in terms of will their squad be the same? Will players move on? New manager. Um, new manager, you don't know. The Dutch are going to have a new manager more than likely. Van, Van Gaal will, will go at the end of this. Like he, he, I think he's said that a couple of times. And everyone's talking yeah. about the fitness of players for the World Cup, but actually what will the fitness be of the players who come back from the World Cup who are straight into Premier League, Serie A, La Liga a week later mm-hmm. again? So, yeah, maybe. You raise an interesting point, David, about the debate around Stephen Kenny. Maybe that's the big thing to take out of yesterday's draw. It just means every game again is going to be a referendum and it shows how the Nations League was such a missed opportunity for Ireland because I think both literally and metaphorically it's put them in this position that if they had a higher seeding they obviously wouldn't have ended up in this scenario if they'd beaten uh, Armenia, if they'd won their group as Stephen Kenny had said. But also the doubts that still remain for a lot of people around Stephen Kenny. Every single match, even that first game against France, like he's going into that known 
and they probably have to play a friendly in that window as well now the way the fixtures work like, he's going into that knowing you can't, you can't get a beating and I don't think they will get a beating but it's suddenly if you were to lose like, 3-0 against France may not actually be the worst result in the world it could be outstanding but because of everything that's gone before it just means the pressure is ramped up again and again and again and they can't afford to be having any poor windows at all so it does feel as though it's just going to prolong the debate uh, for even longer because I would have been quite uh, you know, I think Ireland should be qualifying for the Euros and the manager should have to qualify for the Euros but now you're looking at this going well yeah but he's probably going to have to qualify during the playoffs so do we are we waiting all the way till the playoffs to well yeah I mean if, if like I don't know I don't know they didn't the last time mm. you know they made the change before the playoffs it was obviously a different scenario because it of was COVID. yeah and, and, and the contracts had all been signed so I don't know I don't know, David, was there a question in well, there? I, 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 well, this this is the quality of your sport, sports broadcast of the year here. This is, listen, when your sports broadcast of the year, you stop asking questions, just start giving your own opinion. That's the gig, isn't it? Yeah. Well, minor. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's, you're right. Like, Stephen has come under a lot of criticism. You know, obviously, he, he did extremely well with Dundalk. He's come in with, you know, glowing CV and he did, he did well with the 21s and everything. There's always been an agenda with a few, there's always been people who have just been anti Stephen Kenny, and then there's been people who have been firm believers. And it's been, it's been tough for him. You know, you look back at the early days with COVID and his players. And, you know, they were struggling with that, and there's it been a lot of different things. I think we're all kind of looking at this qualifying campaign. Like that was the big talk finishing up in the Na- Nations League a few weeks ago. That it was all about the Euro 24 qualifying campaign. Um, I know the draw is out. That's the one thing that everyone said. We'll wait and see what the draw is. Now we've seen the draw and you look at the nations that we have in it, you're kind of going, oh, wow. So do opinions slightly change? Because it's not going to be easy to qualify from that. The finish, like it, as Jer said there, top two in that would be one of the greatest achievements of any Irish manager. And that's... that's, that's you not, give yourself that's a new contract to finish in the top two in that group. Yeah, and like that's obviously that's the challenge that is in, in front of him. Um, and I think he... he he will believe that they can get results. Like the Dutch are, you know, you can pick holes in the Dutch because if you watch many of their games, they're they're a bit odd, they're a bit strange. You know, they have they have top quality players, but they just don't seem to gel or bond as a group. So there could be weaknesses there that you could exploit. Obviously, Greece are going to be a similar type nation to us. Can we be you know hard to break down, good in possession, create chances, take our chances, and then you kind of get free shots of France. So I, I, I do believe that you know, a miracle could happen. Yeah, we, we um, and uh, the team and the players have to believe that as well. Um, look, we're, we're nearly out of time in this. Before we go, uh, Jurgen Klopp says Liverpool are out of the title race. Um, I think that's fair enough. Uh, very soon, if they continue in this vein of form, they're actually going to be out of the race for the top four as well. No. No, I'm not having that. They'll be they're out of the title race, hundred uh, percent. They won't win. They won't get near winning the league title, but they're, they're definitely not out of the top four. I know there's a there's a big gap, but I just even even as a Liverpool support and whatever, I just cannot see this continuing. I just cannot. I cannot see it being drawn out all season. Something has to click with those players. Um, you're going to obviously try to slightly adjust with you know Thiago and Henderson sitting as the sixes. I just. I, um, I'm watching the game yesterday and I'm just looking at the intensity of the players. Certainly when they're attacking Liverpool, you look at the goal, albeit I think Trent mishits the pass, Luis Diaz chases it down. That, that's been Liverpool, that kind of boom, bosh, bang, that heavy metal stuff where it's 100 mile an hour. 
like at the moment they're kind of they've got that little bit of Manchester City where they're always passing now and Arsenal yesterday in transition certainly were just getting numbers by the ball and Liverpool struggled to break them down like Liverpool's goals came from quick passing quick moving going at them 100 mile an hour like that's one thing that Liverpool are missing um, obviously for all Trent struggling for confidence everything you know his positioning for the first goal you know, that's that's the killer ball that if any number 10 is coming at someone, you try and slip it in between a centre-half and a full-back for a winger running in. Like you've got to narrow up. You've got to force the ball wide. Second goal, like Henderson does well to slow, you know, Martinelli down. Obviously, it's three on three to get you know, get bodies back. And then Trent, I don't know what he's doing, just comes steaming across. And, you know, Martinelli chops back. I think it's uh, Shimakas is all in the middle on his own. He's left isolated. Ball pulls across. That's a tap-in for Saka. Like there's just it's just little moments that are going against Liverpool, but I firmly believe they're far too good to not finish in the top four. That's that's my take on it. Is Thiago um, a problem for Liverpool? I know it sounds ridiculous to say, considering how talented he is and how brilliant a passer of the ball he is. But you're talking about them being a bit like Manchester City. Like that's not the way they've ever been built. They they try and get it forward quicker, whereas he's so like he would fit perfectly into that Manchester City midfield mm. where he holds on to possession quite a bit more that where the Liverpool attackers are always ready to go he quite often takes the more sensible ball instead of taking the riskier pass yeah I, I know where you're coming from but then even yesterday after if you, the first five minutes right Arsenal just came out like a like a train um, and they got ahead but then Liverpool dominated and there was a big question mark obviously from anyone who'd be Looking at the game yesterday, obviously with Liverpool's two midfield, Jota, I know, would join back in. But they were kind of up against, you know, Party, uh, Odegaard and Xhaka. There was that kind of 3v2 dynamic wood. Now, that's the incredible thing about Liverpool's front fours. They work so hard that they do get back into good positions and do help out. Like, I can't say, I, can't, I couldn't say that Thiago's one of the problems. Um, because certainly if you look at that period from, you know, minute five to probably minute 45, you know, Henderson and uh, Thiago had a lot of the ball. They had a lot of joy. They were getting on it. They were dictating play. Like Liverpool were the better team for that significant period. Albeit they weren't creating a lot of wholesale chances. Um, so I wouldn't say that. But it's just it's just other moments that, like, if you look at it, like, look at Salah yesterday. Like, I didn't even, you didn't even, we're talking about someone who scored bundles of goals the last few years. who's been pivotal to everything that Liverpool have done. And I didn't see him yesterday in the game. There's a couple of times he drifts inside, gets the ball and he sets it back into midfield. And it's like, that's not the Salah we, we know and we love that's getting on it, driving. You look at some of the goals he got against Manchester City, United, you know, Everton, where he's getting on the ball in those pockets of space, driving at the, the back line and, and getting shots off. Like two of his attempts yesterday were just fame. Yeah. It's like, come on, like, yeah, I need more from you. Oh. Maybe maybe him having a month off around the World Cup is going to help him recharge and be you know properly on it for the second half of the season when they need it if they are going to make that top four. Oh, we're we're out of time, David. Great to have you with us again. Thanks a million. Cheers. Cheers, gents. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.